0: Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. Queen there, and I was just reading where their guitarist, Brian May, uh, said that he and his wife are moving out of London, where they've lived for a while, for a long time, because not that long ago, there were heavy rains there and when they went back to their house their basement was flooded and their basement is where they they kept all of their pictures and, and things that some things that they've had for a, a long time and some stuff got ruined and he said it's absolutely heartbreaking getting flooded like that and you know a lot of people around here around New Orleans could relate to what Brian May recently went through, he said, you know, my wife and I were talking about it, because we we love our house in London, we lived here a long time, but there's so much construction going on around our house, there's noise all the time, and and there's so much going on around our house, and, and now... When it rains heavy like that, it, it floods our house. It's heartbreaking. We're gonna we're we're gonna move out. We're we're leaving London. He said it sucks. I'm paraphrasing. I, I don't think he used the word suck, um, but he said uh, living there is awful. You know he's a he's a real smart guy. He's Brian May, the guitarist of Queen. He's one of those guys. Um, he's college educated. You know, we talked about the singer of the band, The Offspring before, Dexter Holland. How he's he's a brilliant guy. He graduated college with a, a, a molecular biology degree. He's also a pilot. I mean, he's a he's just a he's a brainiac. Um, Brian May is the same way. The guitar player for Queen. He he's a, he's a real real smart guy, but it looks like he's uh him and his wife are leaving their London home that they've lived in for a long time I guess they're gonna move uh into the suburbs into the countryside um not not happy with uh with with his house getting flooded
1: you know that brings uh, uh, brings me to an interesting thought that I just had as you were talking about it when it comes to people who are struggling artists compared to those that are made it. I realize that when somebody wants to be an entertainer of some sort, whether they want to start a rock band or be a singer, dancer, stand-up comedian, they like to go to condensed areas, you know, Los Angeles, Hollywood, New York, Atlanta, but once you reach a certain level of success, then you just want to get away. You want to go somewhere to the hills or to the upstate New York. You want to get away from all that. It's funny how the brain changes. Like, I got to get around people. I got to get around the city. I got to move into the heart of the city. I got to get to where the people are but once you start to get somewhere yeah, once
0: you make it you don't need that anymore right
1: but it's funny how the brain switches like that where you crave that 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 city life where you want to be a like where you want to be right in the heart of where all the action is but as soon as you get a part of that action you want to go to go away to the countryside to the hills to the mountains and get away from all of that once you've made it
0: yeah well it makes sense to me hey so you remember shikari richardson She's the um, she's the fastest American female sprinter, who couldn't participate in the Olympics because she tested positive for smoking weed. Smoke weed every day, and then she admitted it. And she said, "Yeah, I smoked weed after my biological mother died, and uh, I, I used that to help me get 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 through that time, and um, and because of that, she." She couldn't run for the Olympic team, even though weed, marijuana doesn't help you. It's not like taking a steroid. It's not like taking a performance-enhancing drug. I mean, you're smoking weed. Um, You know, maybe that rule will change because marijuana is legal in so many states now. But uh, now that the Olympics are over... And by the way, if you remember the, the women's sprinting in the Olympics, the gold, silver, and bronze medals all went to women from Jamaica in the 100-meter. In the, in the that's the, the, biggest, the biggest sprint race. So that, that's the one Shakari Richardson would have, would have probably done well in. Well, now, she's going to face those Jamaican gold, metal, and silver women. Um, she confirmed she's going to be one of, of nine female sprinters competing in something called the Prefontaine Classic. At the University of Oregon, and, and she's gonna she's gonna race against against uh, the the three Jamaican medal winners from the Olympics and uh, five other women, and and the good news about that is marijuana weed is legal in Oregon. So so her and the Jamaican girl. I don't I don't know if the Jamaican women smoke. I mean they're the fastest women in the world now. But I mean, I I've been to Jamaica. They they got some some really good good marijuana there, and and uh, but 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 they could they could smoke weed in Oregon if they if they want. And by the way, the place where they're racing, or, or, at the University of Oregon, and 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 the the name of the race, the Prefontaine Classic, that's named after Steve Prefontaine. He he was an athlete at the University of Oregon. He got killed, and he was a great athlete. He got killed when he was young in a car crash right near campus. There are a couple of great movies about his life. Um, Google them when you when you when you get a second. Steve Prefontaine, and 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 that's what Shakari Richardson is running in. Uh. It's either this weekend or next weekend. I think it's this weekend coming up. But that'll be cool to watch if it's, if it's somewhere on television. I mean, you're watching the fastest women in the world, the three fastest 100-meter sprinters from Jamaica, going against uh, America's fastest sprinter, who wasn't able to, to participate in the Olympics because of weed. And remember, Sha'Carri Richardson... She ran for l s u for for l s u s track team for one year
1: when she was a freshman good that 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 gives me this interesting thought. Could we really say that the the best athletes in the world or the best champions in the world are the best? If there's somebody out there who could have beaten them, they just had a bad rap or something like that? Like I always thought about that like what if the world champion boxer right? can get beat by some dude that just happened to be in prison because something bad happened to him and he got put to jail, but he could have been a great boxer. What does that say about the gold medal winner? Let's say Shikari, she beats these the top gold medal win, winners of the Olympics. Does that really mean that the people in the Olympics that win are really the best when there's somebody well, out there who could have beaten them, but either they smoked weed or either they had a felony or either some, some, or some other string of bad well, luck?
0: Coleman, history is history. And, a hundred years from now, history will say those three Jamaican women. They they won the they won the gold, yeah, the just... silver, and the bronze medal. They were they were the fastest in the world. There's not going to be an asterisk. Um, you know, th- but there was my... an American woman who who was very fast too, but she could not compete because she screwed up the drug test.
1: Yeah, but having that medal doesn't mean you're the fastest on the planet. That just means you were the fastest at the Olympics that well, particular that, that, year. That's what that's what it says that's what that, but so i'm saying if shikari beats them she would be the fastest woman yes yeah, whether so she got the gold medal or not it'll, it'll
0: it'll be interesting and and hopefully it'll be on somebody will televise it cuz it's the i mean the 100 meter dash i mean it's the it's the it's the quickest sporting event i mean it lasts only around 10 seconds i mean it's a it's it's one of the most exciting sporting events Go! I, mean, I I used to love watching the men when when Hassan Bolt from Jamaica was was just destroying everybody in a in a
1: 10 second race. Any update on whether he, or whether or not they're gonna he's gonna race that football player that was talking trash about him on social media? Uh,
0: the the wide receiver
1: for the Kansas
0: City Chiefs, Tyreek Hill, said that he could beat Hassan Bolt, and Hassan Bolt said any place, any time, and they haven't we haven't heard back from Tyreek Hill yet.
1: Yeah, the thing was, they said uh, Tyreek only has one Super Bowl ring, whereas uh, Hussein Bolt, he has a bunch of gold medals. Several gold medals. Yeah, so he can spare one while the other guy, he's not going to take the risk (laughs) with this one Super Bowl ring.
0: All right, coming up on the show this morning, City Hall here in New Orleans, the Idiot Box, they said that they are going to to put people, people that work for City Hall, they're going to put them at the front door. They're going to make them doormen and doorwomen of restaurants and bars to make sure everybody that goes in has their COVID vaccine card or at least a a negative COVID test from the last three days because that's in effect now. Can you imagine that? The city is going to send workers to stand at doors of restaurants and bars to do that. Boy, it would be nice if the city could... Get people to stop shooting people, because that happens every day. And if they could they could work on violent crime a little bit more. Uh, stay tuned for that. We got a lot to do on the show this morning. Hang out with us on Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland, here with you. You know there are some things that we do, that we think everybody does. Everybody must do this. I mean, I mean something like brushing your teeth. You think everybody brushes their teeth, but there, there, there may be some people who who don't. Uh, wearing deodorant. You know, when you're when you're putting on your deodorant, you, you probably think most people. Wear deodorant, right? You get out of the shower, you raise your arms, you make your armpits smell nice, and then there are sometimes you you don't take a shower and you and you need the deodorant more. Sometimes people put on deodorant just to stop their arm, armpits from stinking. But I just saw where actor Matthew McConaughey not only doesn't wear deodorant, he hasn't worn it for over over 30 years. Ew. Yuck. You know, I, I, have, a, I have a friend, Coleman, you know him. You know Billy. He told me a couple of years ago that he doesn't wear deodorant he's he's never worn deodorant he says i'm clean i've I've never needed deodorant and you know he's been in my house and and he doesn't stink that the house doesn't stink when he comes in or or he leaves you know when i whenever i've stood next to him i mean you yeah, I
1: I would have never, I would have never known because he never had a smell and we know he's really active he likes to ride his bike he likes to walk around he likes to swim so yeah, you would think somebody in as, shape yeah he's he's in shape so you would think somebody that active who doesn't wear deodorant would have some sort of body odor, but he doesn't not that i've not that I've known
0: well Matthew McConaughey, the actor he's on record he he said it more than once that he doesn't wear deodorant he he hasn't worn deodorant in over over 30 years and so it it makes you wonder well why and it also makes you wonder does he does he stink at all or or is he like my friend billy i would have
1: never known yeah, if if he if he if he had to admit that he hasn't worn deodorant in 30 years and nobody complained, maybe he doesn't really smell bad without deodorant. We've seen this dude do commercials. We've seen him in a bunch of movies. We've seen him hanging around with a lot of celebrities. Matthew McConaughey is well known and he's social. Yet this is the first time I'm hearing about him, and nobody ever said he stunk. We just he just came out and said, "Hey, I haven't worn deodorant in 30 years," and this comes. When all these celebrities, for some reason, ever since Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher came out and talked about their children's bathing habits, then all of a sudden all these celebrities just started coming out talking about their bathing habits as well. Like, oh, I don't take showers every day either. It's like, it's the weirdest thing going on right now. Or or lack thereof bathing. Yeah. (laughs) Like The Rock came out and said his bathing habits.
0: Not all good. Well, we talked about it recently on the show where the, the, the actors, Ashton Kutcher and his wife, Mila Kunis, so, so they only they only wash their children if they physically see dirt on them, which is gross. But anyways, getting back to Matthew McConaughey, there's a there's a an actress who was in one of his movies who had a small role with him. She was she was in the movie. Tropic Thunder, from back in 2008. And she said that not long before that, she read an interview where he said he didn't wear deodorant. And so she wanted to get to the bottom line of that issue on the (laughs) set of the movie Tropic Thunder. It bothered her that much? Yeah, and she said, quote, I remember that Matthew McConaughey said he did not use deodorant And that he did not have an odor. My first thought was, I'm going to get close as I can to him to see if he's right. (laughs) The actress's name is Yvette Nicole Brown. And she made it a point while they were filming that movie when she got the chance to get as close to him as he could, as she could, and then and then and then smell, and then and then breathe, it, start smelling, and um, she said, "Quote: He does not have an odor. He smells like granola, and good living. That's all I can say. He has a sweet, sweet scent that is just him." It's not musty, or or crazy. Well, now he's been he's been in a bunch of in a bunch of really good movies. He wouldn't keep getting the movie roles if he stunk.
1: Wait, we're gonna we're just gonna blow by the fact that all right, we we think that Matthew McConaughey doesn't wear deodorant. But don't you find it kind of strange that this actress made it a point to try her hardest to get so close to Matthew McConaughey just to get a whiff of him? Just to confirm it like it was that important to her. She obsessed with it that much that she made it a point to do so. That doesn't creep you out in the least. Imagine if it was Matthew McConaughey trying to sniff her. Imagine how, if it, let's say it was a, a male actress trying to get close enough to a female actor. I mean, a male actor trying to get close to a female actress to sniff them. You can see how that would be kinda of like a problem, like if Matthew was trying to sniff her, like, I just wanted to see if you smell good enough. Well, not. she'd probably say, What are you doing, creep? Exactly. Although, although
0: this was this was before the hashtag me
1: too movement. <laughs> it's just the idea that this woman is going around sniffing actors to see how good they smell. If you told me that somebody we knew had a uh, you know, didn't do something like, oh, they didn't brush their teeth, I'm not gonna make it a point to go close enough to their mouth to smell a breath to make sure and confirm it. If you're listening right now, do
0: you you use deodorant regularly? Don't you? Most most people I know do. But but think about that. Not only do I have a friend Billy, who Coleman knows, who who's a, he's on record saying I've never used this stuff. Matthew McConaughey doesn't use deodorant, and, and he doesn't stink. I, how do you, I mean, obviously you shower, you shower good. You,
1: you wash under your armpits good. Um, Maybe they're using some sort of deodorant alternative. I know a friend who uses some kind of mineral crystals as deodorant instead of actual process product deodorant, some kind of organic crystal line substance that she uses as deodorant. She doesn't smell.
0: He doesn't use an
1: alternative
0: to, to, to
1: deodorant. I'm
0: talking about Matthew. Billy, and I'm talking about Matthew McConaughey because if if they did, they would say I don't use deodorant, but here's what I do use. They they just it, it it ends. There's a period after the word deodorant. I don't use deodorant. That that's what they say. If if you're listening, text us. Do you know anybody like this? Um, and and the the person can't stink because they wouldn't be happily going around telling people that they don't use deodorant if they stunk because then people would would know and they would say well look
1: you you got to use it this text says he's the sexiest man alive well i'll relay that message to billy and let him know you think so (laughs) okay so
0: the sexiest man alive doesn't doesn't wear deodorant and and according to one of uh someone who's worked with him in the past
1: Smells like granola. This text says, there was an article years ago about Kate Huston begging him to use deodorant when filming Fool's Gold. Huh. <laughs> this text says, I, yes, I use deodorant. Matthew is a stink pot. No way he doesn't stink. I call it BS. I uh, see that's the thing, though. This uh, Other than what the text just said about Kate Huston uh, begging him to use deodorant. It wasn't. Be- was it because he stank, or she just wanted him to wear deodorant for her own personal reasons? Because I've never heard anybody say that Matthew McConaughey had a smell on him for all the years he's been an actor, and all the times he's been famous, all of his car commercials, and all the all the movies he's been on. Nobody else from no, the- well, you've never heard anything exactly. like that. So I mean, you would hear something like that, especially with celebrity gossip, we wouldn't know. Y- so want- does he use cologne? Ah, that's a good question. I've I've used the same
0: brand of deodorant since i started using deodorant since since uh, freshman year in high school maybe maybe junior high school i've used the same brand i i've never never wavered i i use men speed stick with the with the green top it saves me time in stores Is you know, you, you go in, you just you see. Oh, there it is. I I have never I have never tried another deodorant. I I've, I've never I. Th- that's the stuff that I use. I've it's been working for me for all of these years. Why why stop using it now? Why you, why it, switch to
1: something now? You never had a backup just in case the store around your house sold out. Like I have a main, my brute deodorant, and then I have a backup, which is Iris Spring. So if I did, if they don't have the brood at my store, then I go with Irish Spring. But those they make the t- deodorant too. I know they make the green soap. Oh yeah, Irish Spring makes body wash. They make shampoo, hair gel. Yeah, Irish Spring. will make all kind of stuff. Roy says, after living in Europe, most people there don't wear deodorant, and same in India. Yeah, but I heard the people in
0: Europe stink. You know, and I've been I I've been to England and I've been to Amsterdam. And um, I, I didn't notice. Well, I didn't notice too much in Amsterdam about anything. Um, but but I didn't. I didn't really notice people stinking like that. Yeah. So that's something about Europeans. They don't wear deodorant. A lot of them, and, and they don't tip. T- tipping is not is not a is not something they do in Europe. Uh, yeah. Text us. Let us know. I mean. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you can't know anybody like Matthew McConaughey or like my friend Billy who doesn't use deodorant, haven't used it in decades and, and stinks. Because if they stunk, people would let them know. People people would say, "Look, you need to start you you need you need deodorant."
1: <laughs> and and how
0: are these people able to uh, get away with uh, being deodorant-free for
1: most of their lives? Might be in a genetics. Brian says my stepdad was supposedly allergic and use something use something else instead but uh I am a degree sport myself and do you ever put deodorant anywhere else
0: besides under your armpits
1: <laughs> i uh I, I never have i'm guilty of that once or twice
0: um text us 504-260-9595 keep your text short if it's good we'll read it coming up on the show and please never text while you're driving you're on Bayou ninety five point seven New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou ninety five point seven New Orleans only classic rock station. According to a new study, twelve percent of American adults reported smoking marijuana in the last year. Smoke weed every day. The other eighty eight percent didn't know they were supposed to report it. And nobody's nobody's asked me. And I'm I hang around, I walk around the streets. I'm I'm available. Hey, here's the here's the greatest song Dave Grohl ever wrote. I know music is subjective, but 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 the reason why this is the greatest song he ever wrote is because of the one line in the chorus. If everything could ever feel this real forever. And then he said if anything could ever be this good again. Those are words that everybody could relate to. It's the great Everlong. Again, it's the best, best song Dave Grohl ever wrote. I don't think I'll ever write a better one. I mean, it's just... It's by you, 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. By you, 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. Florida woman arrested after a lewd jail visit with inmate. This woman, she's been charged with exposing her breasts, touching herself during a virtual visit with an inmate. Her name is Daniel Ferrero and she exposed her breasts and appeared to pleasure herself during a virtual a virtual visit with an inmate last week and because she did that she ended up behind bars she's 38 years old she's from punta gorda florida and she spoke to the inmate in a video call at the Charlotte County Jail's Visitation Center, according to the Charlotte County Sheriff's Office. So, she goes She goes to this place, the Charlotte County Jail Visitation Center. So, she's not actually in the jail. And she's looking at a computer screen, and there she sees her friend or whoever the guy is. Could be her boyfriend, could be whoever. And then she decides to uh, whip out her boobs and then um, pleasure herself. Um, And and, and she... What's wild about this, Coleman... Is that she went to jail. Well, she engaged, according to the police report, which I uh, do have right here. She engaged in lewd sexual conversation for about an hour before she began touching herself within the visitation building. Okay. At one point during the video session, she was rocking back and forth in her seat as a form of uh, self pleasure, as a, as a form of m- m- masturbation. I'm looking at her mugshot. She's uh. Re- remember, mugshots aren't. It's it, there's you're getting your picture taken at close range on not your best day.
1: Um, but she looks all right in her mugshot. See, when I think of crimes, I always think of things that can hurt or harm other people, and I'm trying to process why why this is actually illegal. First of all, it's a virtual call, right? She's not actually in the room. It's not a conjugal visit. She's not actually in the room with the inmate that she's video chatting with. It's like a Zoom call, yes. right? It's like a Zoom call. So I don't see how her exposing the boob or pledging herself on a virtual call is somehow harming the inmate or helping him escape or a violation or something like that. I I don't get what happened. It's not like she was smuggling a, a saw or something in a, in a birthday cake and who was at risk for her exposing a boob on a virtual call in the actual visitation center. I don't like these crimes where nobody gets hurt, but people still go to jail. Like she literally did nothing to harm anybody. She she didn't fall, she didn't fell off the chair when she was rocking back and forth doing whatever like she didn't cause anybody any harm or injury. If anything she called she caused people pleasure. Well, but evi- somehow she's in jail for that.
0: Evidently Coleman what she did was illegal. That's she, stupid. She also lifted her shirt to expose her breasts. That's the best part. To the inmate three separate times towards the end of the call. So it is
1: like Zoom. Can you imagine? She lifts up her shirt three times. Zoom. Zoom. Just, for all Zoom. I just keep it up. For, why why I have to do it three times? Just, just raise your shirt up and keep them there. Man, I, I hate that that's illegal because I don't see how it's harming anybody or injuring anybody. I think it sucks that she's in jail. And
0: here's what, one other wild part of the story she was arrested days later so she was able to get her clothes all in order when the when the when the virtual visitation with the guy in jail was over she got herself together she left that building and she went home and she was arrested days later and charged with exposure of sexual organs within a public place and violation of probation
1: or community control that's bogus man that's bogus so three so three days later nobody caught an infection nobody caught coronavirus the um, uh, nobody died nobody broke a jaw nobody broke a leg nobody escaped nope it's, nothing happened to anybody but she still has to go to jail just because she wanted to show her inmate friend a boob that's stupid that's very dumb and pleasure herself Right, that's pleasure. That's him. she's not painting herself; she's pleasuring herself. I can understand if she was hurting herself, then she'd be a danger to herself, and she might need to be committed. So but as far as I know, she's there's no nothing about pain or injury or death has anything to do with this story. Everybody made it out alive. Yet she got to go sit in the prison for trying to give somebody else pleasure or in herself pleasure. That's dumb. So you think they
0: need to change the rules? Yes. in, in sh- and at, sh- at the at the at the Charlotte County Jail and at the. At the, uh, whatever that was, the visitation room where they go and look at them, at, uh, where they visit the jail inmates on, on, a, on a computer screen.
1: I can understand if somehow she helped the inmate escape, maybe, you know, said something about, oh, by the way, meet me here at this time, I'll give you a, a fork and you can dig a, a tunnel, like something that actually is a crime. You know? Yeah, no, she was just showing boob.
0: She was just showing a boob. And uh, she was showing boob, and she was uh, she was uh, pleasuring herself, or at least making it look like she was. That's dumb. Mm. All right, coming up next on the show, it's this morning's Big O. And the city of New Orleans said that they will put people at the front door, front doors of restaurants and bars to make sure the restaurants and bars are not letting people in who don't have the uh, COVID vaccination card or at least proof that they have tested negative for COVID in the last 72 hours. Isn't that something? How they could, they're going to find people They're. They're going to take people who work in City Hall, who work in the idiot box, and, and they're, they're, going to, they're going to put them at the front doors of businesses to make sure that the businesses are doing what they're supposed to do. Wouldn't it be amazing if they could stop people from committing violent crime in this city? Wouldn't it be amazing like that? Wouldn't it be amazing if they could get people to stop shooting people? That's next on the Big O. Here on Bayou 95.7 New Orleans only Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7 New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning. John Osterland here with you. And since it's a few minutes after seven, it's time for this morning's Big O. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> yeah. City of New Orleans offers to put people at door of businesses to check vaccine cards. You know, this is day three here in the city of New Orleans of people having to have a vaccine card to to show you've been vaccinated or at least have proof that you've tested negative for covid in the last 3 days to go into any non-essential business any any bar any restaurant sporting event any any place that's that's non-essential and the city said that they're going to let this first week go by without penalizing any of these businesses the penalties will start this upcoming monday and so yesterday there was a press conference and a spokesperson for the city of new orleans bo tidwell he's 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 actually the city Director of Communications for the City of New Orleans. He said they have something in City Hall, in the idiot box, called Job One Program. And that has funding to provide people to man those positions at the front doors of non-essential businesses for up to six months so they they have money to pay people to do that yet our streets are still filled with potholes and are in, in third world country condition in a bunch of places And and by the way, New Orleans is not the only city in the United States where this is happening. It's happening in New York City, the biggest city in our country. It's happening in other cities where if you want to go inside anywhere, you have to show proof that you've been vaccinated or you've tested negative in the last 72 hours for COVID. And, And this is all because of the... The, the Delta variant strain that has made the numbers of people with coronavirus skyrocket over the last month or so. And our hospitals, there's a bunch of our hospitals that are, that are, that are border, bordering on not being able to help people. I, I've already read where there's a. They said they're a, they're a day or two away at a couple of hospitals from not being able to even take an ambulance, any ambulance that comes in with, with with anybody who's been in any kind of an accident or who's having any kind of health issues. That's how filled up the hospitals are. So so that's why they're doing that here in the city of New Orleans, and. You know, yesterday, again, for the second day in a row, Coleman, when I went to get my lunch, a couple of the places that I regularly like to go get my lunch, the doors were locked to their dining rooms, and they said either, and there was a sign, it said our dining rooms temporarily closed. Either use our curbside pickup service you know, call in your order, and somebody who works here will meet you out front, or you know, in another place they have a drive-through. They you you, you use the drive-through. P- problem is, I don't I don't have a car to use the drive-through, or or, or use the curbside pickup. I'm, I'm I've been in between cars for a while. Maybe today, if that happens again, I'll make a video and and, and put it on the Bayou Facebook page of me walking up to the drive-thru window, and I'll say, Yeah, I know you're supposed to have a car, but... Uh, I don't have a car, but I but I, really want your, your food. Maybe I'll do something like that. Um, wouldn't it be nice if City Hall had a program like this or if they had some sort of anything like this that could stop the violent crime? or reduce the violent crime, reduce the fact that people get shot in the city every day. W- w- wouldn't it be nice if they had people that they could say, oh, yeah, well, we'll do something about that. We've got funding for six months to, uh, to, to go try
1: to take care of that problem. Something about this doesn't make sense to me. It, it all seems like compliance training to me. It doesn't seem like it has anything to do with the spread of the Delta variant. It all seems like compliance. It all seems like can we get people to obey and cooperate? If not, we're going to find, we're going to force, we're going to ex- extract money from businesses. It doesn't seem like it has anything to do with the health of the population. It all seems to do with obedience. I'm like well, well, your whole thing, what bothers you the
0: most is that first with the shutdown of everything and now with this, yeah, it, for 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 uh for a virus that ninety nine percent of people recover from.
1: Yes, yeah, I don't I don't I, I I I truly believe that everything we've done up to this point doesn't justify, like like I think we've went over and beyond. If ninety nine percent of the people recover from this virus, why are we, why are we trying so hard to you know we gotta. Uh, bribe everybody to get vaccinated. We got a mandate mask and vaccine shots and not vaccine cards. Now we're going as far as to have government doormen to come check your papers before you can even walk into a restaurant. In in what are they gonna pat you down to make sure you don't have a weapon too? Like how far is this gonna go? Because it just seems like this is just the beginning of something more nefarious. Maybe I'm being a conspiracy theorist, but when I'm thinking about like if ninety nine percent of the, these people uh recover, and then the vaccine versus anti vaccine thing, you mean to tell me you can have vaccinated people inside of a restaurant? that are sick, but they got the vaccine, so it doesn't matter whether they're sick or not. Whereas you could have an unvaccinated person who isn't sick at all, but he can't get in even though he's sick, but he hasn't got the vaccine. Like That doesn't make any logical sense to me. There's so many things about this that does not make sense to me. And I can understand people's skepticism when they say, I'm not sure if I want to get the vaccine and I'm not sure if I want to do this or that. Because a lot of things that's going on doesn't add up to the fact that 99% of people recover from this virus. They don't die. Why are we going to all these extremes well that's true that if 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 you get the vaccine you can still
0: get coronavirus although they tell you um, you won't get that sick so they, they of- say the people in the hospital over 95 percent of them
1: are unvaccinated. Um, But think about it. That means a bunch of sick people can get in somewhere if they're vaccinated, while a bunch of healthy people can't get in if they're unvaccinated. So once again, it doesn't seem like it's about sickness or health. It just seems about obeying or disobeying. These guys complied to our rules so they get to get in. You guys didn't apply to our rules so you can't get in. And now we're going to have a doorman to make sure, oh, did you obey? It doesn't matter. They're not going to, like, uh, give you a temperature check up the rectum. They're going to see whether you're vaccinated or not. They're not going to give you a health inspection or a physical. They're just going to go, did you obey with the government or didn't you obey with the government? I obeyed with the government. Oh, well, come on in. Well, I didn't obey with the government. Well, screw you. You can't come in. That's that's basically what it's boiling down to. No, I, I see. I see what you're saying. But, look.
0: When, when the when the best doctors in the best country on the planet and that's us the united states when when all of the doctors and the nurses they're all telling us get the vaccination this is how we will get back to how life was before the pandemic if they're if, if the best medical minds in in the best country on the planet are telling us
1: that that's why. They also told us that if you stand up, you can get the virus, but if you sit down, you're safe. They also told you, as long as you're wearing the mask when you're not doing anything, you're safe. But you can also take well, the was- mask off if you drink or if you eat. Like it, it, these are the same best medical minds are telling us all kind of weird information. Well, that back in the beginning, there were, there were
0: some mixed messages, but this is the first time in a long time we've ever gone through anything like this, and and um, there have been some mixed messages, but they seem to be
1: consistent now. Alright, like this text here. Since 99% of the people recover from this, why the hell are the one percent, or, or or to hell with the one percent, right, Coleman? That's not what I'm saying. I'm just trying to compare the coronavirus based on other other diseases that have more than uh, a 100, uh, a 99% recovery rate, like pneumonia, and tuberculosis. How come we're not taking the same measures from other type of diseases that I'm sure has more than a 99%? I mean, less than a 99% recovery rate. There's something about this Delta variant. And this COVID thing that is sexy to the to the government and the media and I think it's because we don't really know that much about it. So you can make up anything, any kind of superpower. I'm not saying that the virus is fake. I'm just saying I don't like compared to other diseases and what we've done in the past when it came to Zika and Ebola and when the diseases that we know, like the regular influenza, where did the regular flu go? Yeah like, and, and did and that look, just disappear, like
0: it's, it's just a- <laughs> it's not to the hell with the other one percent, but you know, there are some people uh, who have to look out for themselves a little bit more than the rest of 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 society and 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 that's who this virus has been has been killing the elderly the already sick and the obese you know you know they have to watch out anyways uh especially they have to watch out for this but they have to watch out for uh, for other things as well and and and, and it's It's just that the the 99% of us, the rest of the country, are are getting the screws because of this. Look, text us if you want. What do you make of the city of New Orleans having the funding to pay people to go stand in front of front doors of non-essential businesses, restaurants, bars, and, and, and to check to make sure people have their vaccine card to get in, or at least have a negative COVID test from the last 72 hours to get in. You know, I mean, they have the
1: money- They might as well pat them down for guns and knives and weapons too. Why stop at just seeing your card? You know, they can, they can go so much further they felt like since it's the government. Well, in the, the city of New Orleans, they, they have the money for this for six months.
0: Boy, why can't they fix our streets? Why, why why can't I mean the sewage and water board is a disaster. Why why can't they stop people from from shooting each other every day here in the city of New Orleans, or at least curb those numbers? And if you, you don't can't have do the any car. that, but but they could they could put they could put people. They have the money to put people in front of businesses to make sure you have your papers to get in those businesses.
1: And if you don't have your car, can they physically stop you from getting in? Like, what kind of force are they going to use to deny you access? Yeah, they,
0: they will visit, They will tell you you can't go in here, and if businesses have people in there that don't have those uh, papers, they will they will find the business, and they will shut down the business, they said. They, they, could, they could do both of those things. Text us, what do you make of this? They have the money for that. 504-260-9595. Keep your text short. If it's good, we'll read it coming up next on the show. And and please never text while you're driving from Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Newly released test scores show that only 37% of American high school seniors are proficient in math. Wow, 37%. I feel sorry for the other half. Coming up next on the show, your texts about the city of New Orleans, they have the money to put people at the front doors of non-essential businesses to check and make sure they have their, their vaccination cards or their negative COVID tests in the last 72 hours. They have money for that. But why are our streets... Such a mess. Uh, Third Um, world-like. Boy, it'd be nice if they had people and if they had money to to stop the violent crime or at least reduce it. Um, People getting shot every day. Your texts on that next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. If you're just joining us on this morning's Big O, we were talking about how the city of New Orleans said that they have finances to put people at the front door of non-essential businesses to check that they have their, their COVID vaccination card or that they have tested negative for the COVID virus in the past 72 hours because those are the rules now. Uh, that's what you need to get into any non-essential business here in the city of New Orleans. They have the money for that for six months. Yet our streets are a mess. Uh, the violent crimes out of control. People are getting shot every day. Uh, boy, it'd be nice if they could uh, have the money to to help with those things. We ask you to text us.
1: This text says, "What will you do to feed your family if they say get vaxxed or no groceries?" Just the idea that. You know, somebody would be okay with the government being able to stop you from getting groceries just because you haven't get vaccinated, and then most people wouldn't even blame the government. They'll they'll blame the people who don't get vaccinated. That, that the shift of the blame bothers me even more. Like, yeah, the government said we don't have our freedoms, but it's because of those people who don't cooperate with the government. Instead of blaming the government for even going that far with their power, that that should be the issue, not the people who aren't cooperating with them, right? Yes, hmm. text says. You don't bitch when the city pays for cops to do traffic uh, for Saints games.
0: While they said uh, around the Superdome, they need some cops to uh, to to direct the traffic.
1: This text said this is from Rodney. They're going to stop us from going into restaurants and businesses, but they can't even stop these people at intersections on Canal Street and Bourbon from doing donuts in their cars and obstructing traffic. Good point. This text says, if you can trust us to take care of you when you get sick, why don't you trust us when we tell you how not to get sick? Get the vaccine from a nurse. I don't. It's not the nurses that I don't trust. It's the government that I don't trust with the information. What? I have no problem with the med- I have no problem with anybody in the hospitals doing their job. It's just that the measures that the government is taking—that's what I don't trust. I don't, I don't like the idea that the government can say, "Yeah, we have to see your papers before you get in."
0: But you should trust the greatest medical minds in our country, which is the greatest country on planet Earth, when they're all telling you to get the vaccine.
1: Well, uh, this the, text they're says, all
0: telling you that.
1: This text says she's also from Coleman. I'm a nurse, and you're 110% correct. It's all about compliance, and not all nurses are for the vaccine, just about 50-50. Uh, and they had another text. I I didn't get to it, but it was um, – a guy that says all the doctors that were against the vaccine got fired. So, of course, the majority of the doctors are going to say get it. We've seen uh, lots of people lose their jobs right. because they, they did not get the vaccine. And, 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 again, look,
0: I think this all sucks. But if, if, if the best medical minds in the greatest country on planet Earth, the United States, are, are saying get the vaccine, that's the fastest way. For us to get back to yeah, normal th- the way life was before the pandemic that's why that's that's why i did it
1: but it's the best based on like the ones that disagree got that's what the text was sex is saying the best experts that didn't buy into it they either lost their jobs that they got fired or they got censored so they didn't get to tell this but side.
0: coleman there are so many great medical minds that that have that
1: have said do it all right uh what's that last one i want three. A guy at the bar said I was putting his health at risk because I wasn't vaccinated while he was drinking beer and chain smoking. Ironic.
0: Putting his health at risk.
1: Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think it all stinks that the, 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 the measures that we're taking, I don't think it's justifiable from the health risks. I don't see it.
0: Well, again, uh, for, for a virus that 99% of people recover from who get it. Um, Anyways, thank you so much for the text. We always appreciate your texts. Feel free to text us anytime during the morning about anything you want. We talk about a lot of different things on the show, um, but you can text us about anything you want to text us about, and if it's good, we'll read it on the show. Always keep it short, and please never text while you're driving. Coming up next, there's something that some people do in the shower that they don't always admit. And, and now I just read where a doctor said, we should not do this in the shower. Again, it's something many people do, but they, but they don't admit to doing it. And, and, and we'll tell you why the doctor said we shouldn't be doing it. That's next. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Good morning. J.O. here with you. You know, if you're just joining us and, and you only listen uh, to uh, different parts of the show, if you only listen to, like, this part of the show because this is when you're dropping your kid off at school or, or this, is, this is when you're driving to work, we talk about all kinds of different things all morning. Earlier this morning, we were talking about how the actor, Matthew McConaughey, hasn't used deodorant in over 30 years, but he doesn't stink. And he's had uh, some people he has worked with on movies and stuff get real close to him because they wanted, they wanted to smell him because they, they know he's, he's on record saying that he doesn't use deodorant, hasn't used it in over 30 years. And people say, no, the guy doesn't stink. And, and I had mentioned how I, I have a friend and Coleman knows him. Same thing. The guy never uses deodorant, but he, he never, never stinks.
1: Also, I'm not gonna go up to him and just start smelling them just because I know that now. I I, I do find that creepy, like finding somebody, finding out somebody doesn't use deodorant. So you make it a point to go sniff them out to see how bad they smell on purpose.
0: You you would know you would know someone, especially they're on record saying they've never used deodorant or haven't used it in 30 years. You would know if they stunk. Um. So and evidently, Matthew McConaughey smells like granola that's what that's what somebody says I
1: I thought he smelled like pot but what do I know
0: but but I mean that was just one of the things we 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 talk about all kinds of different things and if you only listen uh for a little for a few minutes uh while you're while you're driving so we put the podcast of every show on our website dot 957com as soon as we're done with the show so uh, check out the podcast don't don't miss much, and and I'll tell you the podcast goes by pretty quick. Um, listen to it. Um, it, it's it's on our website as soon as our show ends. Uh, it goes up there at bayou 957com Coleman, do you pee in the shower? Sometimes. Yeah, me too. And then, not, I don't. I don't go in there to pee, and I don't. I don't. I don't pee every shower I take, but but, but once in a while, if you if you gotta go, and and as long as you hit the drain right, you don't want you don't want to be peeing on the other side of the bathtub while you're standing there in the shower. I I just read where a, a doctor said we shouldn't do that. Um. And I've read where where people say that's a good thing to do because you're saving water, you're saving a flush of, of of a toilet, and and Lord knows the New Orleans Sewage and Water Board here where I live, they they they've overcharged people for for so long. Some people I know that live in New Orleans thinks it's like ten dollars or fifteen dollars a flush. Um, and
1: that never factored in when I when I when I pee in a shower. It has nothing to do with how I feel about the environment or the climate or my health. It's just because oh I just happen to go right now and I'm doing this strictly for convenience. I haven't put that much thought into it. Well, a doctor on TikTok
0: is blowing people's minds with the revelation that peeing in the shower actually is not a good idea. <laughs> Evidently, someone put up a, a a video there on TikTok saying that, uh, "Hey, I pee in the shower, and it, it, you know it's good. You, you you save you save on water. You're, you're saving on flushing toilets." Um, but a doctor went on onto that video's thread. And said it's not a good idea. Doctor Alicia Jeffrey Thomas is a doctor of physical therapy, and by the way, she has four hundred and sixty-five thousand TikTok followers.
1: Oh, that makes her so credible.
0: Well, well, she's a doctor. That makes her credible. And then, and then, yeah, if that many people follow the videos this doctor makes. She explained that peeing under a running stream of water isn't a great idea at all. She says, quote, if you pee in the shower or turn on the faucet or turn on the shower and then sit on the toilet to pee while the shower is running, you're creating an association in the brain between the sound of running water and having to pee. So she's saying you you might not be able to pee normally uh just on your own if you're not look so I know I know I know some people that that turn on the faucet when they when they want to pee because that psychologically helps them pee and the doctor here is saying that is not a good idea you you shouldn't do that because you should be able to just pee whether you s- stand up or sit down
1: uh, you, w- without any of that stuff for your brain, it, it's 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 not good for your brain. I can see where she's coming from, but that's not enough to, whether to stop me or. All right, here's what I'm saying. All right, basically, she's saying if I had to pee so bad that I would have to turn on the water faucet to pee, and I won't be able to go unless I hear water. Mm-hmm. So you mean no matter no matter no matter how full my bladder is, my natural body instinct. Let's say I'm just sitting outside in my house. There's no rain, there's no faucets or nothing, but I have to go really bad. My body's not going to let me do it just because I don't hear the sound of running water. There, no are, there are
0: some people that have a tough time peeing unless they hear. I, I mean, I've known of some people.
1: I that mean, if, I'm talking about if they're really full to the point where well, they where they have to go no matter what no, no matter what their surroundings are. I thought she was going to go with some kind of uh, germs or bacteria, but no, she's talking about a psychological dependence yeah, her, to hearing her. the sound of running water.
0: She's she's referring to what's known as the Pavlovian effect. Yes, that's in in reference to the 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 scientist uh, Ivan Pavlov's famous experiment with his
1: dogs. No, that's that's absolutely uh, Pavlovian conditioning is absolutely true. It happens. Your your mouth waters when you hear certain sounds. I remember I was playing hide and go seek, and I hid uh about by a wall, and I heard a faucet running, and I had to pee really bad, but uh. I gave up my hiding spot because I had to go. So I know that phenomenon is true, but I don't see what that has to do with peeing in the shower. It's not going to stop me from peeing in the shower.
0: The doctor added that peeing in the shower can create a subconscious link between hearing running water and relieving yourself, which could potentially cause leak issues. This is especially bad for those assigned female at birth. Who, who, who... Who are not designed to pee standing up. The doctor says your pelvic floor isn't going to relax appropriately, which means that you aren't really going to be emptying your bladder super well.
1: Doc says that doctor got her degrees from Schwagman's. I totally pee, totally okay to pee in the shower. (laughs) Peeing on your feet in the shower helps with athlete's foot. (laughs) This text says she is a physical therapist with a doctor's degree, not a physician, by the way.
0: Well, um, yeah, one, one, one commenter on her statement argued that the sound of a toilet flushing or even the sound of peeing at all should trigger the same effect. So what's the difference? Because it's, 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 liquid running
1: well let's test it out we have a lot of listeners let's see what happens i wonder how many of our listeners just sprang a leak just now just hearing that sound
0: damn now i gotta i gotta run to the bathroom
1: after you after you did that coleman
0: i i just thought this was interesting and by the way i bet you if if you ask your friends or or, or family members uh people you know Hey, do you pee in the shower? I bet you a lot of them will lie to you.
1: I, I bet you a lot of them will say, ew, gross, no, I don't I do don't that. I don't think so. I think peeing in the shower is one of those things that people brag about. It's sort of like smoking weed or masturbating or watching porn. At first, you know, a couple of years ago in the 80s, maybe, no, I don't do all that crazy stuff. But now we live in this the, the world of Facebook and social media, and everybody's bragging about the dumb stuff they do, and they'll call you crazy if you didn't pee in the shower. Like, why don't you? I think one of the craziest things I heard, we have a mutual friend that says when they do pee in the toilet, they don't flush the toilet. They only flush it when they do number two. So they just let their toilet sit in the urine no matter how many times they use it because they want to save water. So they only flush it when they do number two. Yeah, there
0: are some people like that. They'll, they'll,
1: <laughs> their, their toilet is basically
0: like a cat box.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm totally wasting water. I do care about the environment to a certain extent, but not – beyond my convenience. If it's convenient for me to pee in the shower, I would definitely do it. I was vomiting in a toilet but all Saturday night, man. It was rough. It was bad. Hey, coming up on the show, I still got the dumbest thing I
0: read all morning. We'll tell you about a a big time Hollywood actor who had a job and was gonna be in a movie that turned out to be a classic. Ended up leaving that movie when they when they hired someone that they didn't like to to be in the movie, um, we, we still have a lot of things we got to get to here on the show this morning. Hang out with us. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. The movie A League of Their Own is, is a classic. It's about the women's professional baseball league during World War II when a a bunch of the men who who played professional baseball went and and fought in the war and served their country. So a a female league of baseball players uh, uh, was happening. And it's a a really good movie. And like I said, it's it's a classic. Gina Davis is the star of that movie. She was the catcher on the team. She didn't originally get that role. You know who originally got that role and quit? Deborah Winger. From An Officer and a Gentleman. Deborah Winger was supposed to be the star of that movie. And she actually was working on that movie for a few months. She got paid. And then they hired Madonna. Madonna. To be in that movie, and when they did that, Deborah Winger quit. <laughs> uh, Deborah Winger's like, I can't be in a movie with with Madonna. Why not? Madonna's not an actress. Deborah Winger's like, what 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 are you doing? And so, um, Deborah Winger felt that Penny Marshall, who was the director of that movie, she was she was in charge of that movie, the late Penny Marshall, was making Fluff, an Elvis film, when she hired Madonna. And uh, she said, Deborah Winger said, the studio agreed with me because it was the only time I ever collected a pay or play on my contract. In other words... I collected my pay even though I did not play, and that's very hard to get in a court. So she got paid to do that movie even though she said, I'm out of here after, after they hired Madonna. She said, I'm, I'm a real actress. I, I can't work In anything with Madonna? Jesus.
1: Well, see, that's the thing. If she really was a real actress, she should have acted like Madonna knows how to act. That would have been a true testament of her acting skills. An actor shouldn't be discouraged just because a non-actor gets a part, meaning that I I only act good when I'm acting with other actors of my caliber. No, let's see how good you really are and try to make these non-actors look like superstars since you're such a great actor. Act like these people can act. They did it with Mr. T with the entire five seasons of The Eighteen. They didn't have a problem with his acting skills, and they made it work. And,
0: um, you know, they asked her what she thought about the movie. She said, yeah, it was all right. They asked her what she thought about Gina Davis you know, replacing her. Deborah Winger said, she did okay. And, and then they, they asked her, what did you think about Madonna's performance? And Deborah Winger said, I think her acting career has spoken for itself.
1: Yeah, well, I wouldn't mind making a movie with Madonna. I've seen what making a movie with, you know, Kim Kardashian did for Ray J's career, so I'm hoping I can catch that train, too.
0: You know, Deborah Winger in that movie, An Officer and a Gentleman, she starred with Richard Gere in that movie, a great movie. Um, But I, evidently, she hated him.
1: Seems like she it, doesn't it, like a lot it, of yeah, people. Yeah, that's what I'm
0: thinking. I mean, you, when you everything I've read about her, it doesn't seem like she's the... She's the friendliest or nicest person. But anyways, I, I, she got paid for being in a league of their own when uh, she quit after after they hired Madonna to be in the movie. she, I guess she was above working with Madonna. Even
1: today, Madonna, if you're hearing this, I would love to do a movie with you. I don't mind. Oh, do we still have Stormy Daniels contact information? I got to make one of these movies. Uh, coming up next on the show, it's the dumbest thing I read all morning. Hang out with us.
0: Uh, this happened in Alabama, and you got to be careful when you're naked in Alabama. That's an X on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans-only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans-only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. And it's that time of our show where I tell you the dumbest thing I read all morning. driver waiting for assistance with broken down vehicle fatally shoots naked man in alabama you know you see a headline like that you you have to see what happened right you can't just i don't think anybody could see that headline and say and say well why would a why would a guy who was in a broken down car waiting for assistance shoot and kill a naked man in Alabama.
1: My curiosity is Pete.
0: A naked man was fatally shot in Alabama by a driver waiting for assistance with a broken down vehicle. According to the uh, press release from the Birmingham, Alabama Police Department, the the incident happened at 1.30 in the morning on Tuesday. Officers uh, with the Birmingham Alabama Police Department were responding to reports of a person shot on the street. When when they arrived to the scene, they discovered an unresponsive victim laying in the road naked. Police said it was a gunshot wound. The reason why this naked person was laying on the road unresponsive. According to the uh, police department there in Birmingham, Alabama, the the victim was walking around the area fully nude. While the victim was walking around the area naked, he reportedly walked toward a driver that was inside a broken-down vehicle, awaiting assistance. The victim then opened the door of the broken-down vehicle. When the victim opened the door of that broken-down vehicle, that's when the driver fired a gun at him. I mean, imagine, it's 1.30 in the morning, your car isn't running, and you're on a street near Birmingham, Alabama. You've called for help, and you're waiting... For assistance to show up to to help you with your car that's that's not running, and then remember it's one thirty in the morning, and you're sitting in your car, and you and you, and you see a naked man walking towards you.
1: So it is confirmed that it's a man, because I'm thinking it couldn't have been a woman, right? Because who's going to shoot a naked woman if they open their car yeah, door? No, nobody would. No. So.
0: I got to be honest with you. If if I'm sitting in a car that's broken down, waiting for assistance who I've already called at 1:30 in the morning. I'm I'm on I'm on the road. I'm on the side of the road and a naked man walks towards my car, puts his hand on my car door and opens it. That's a 100% justifiable shooting.
1: I can agree because
0: 100 uh, percent
1: a car is supposed to be an extension of your home, so as long as you're sitting inside of your car if it's parked and the keys well they said the keys aren't in the, in the ignition, it counts as an extension of your home. But of course, there's going to be those who say, well, clearly the guy was naked so he was unarmed, so you didn't really have to shoot him because you just shot an unarmed man. That is
0: true. But if you're going to walk around naked, you can't be walking towards people's cars and you can't be you can't be opening their car door, especially at 1:30 at night or in the early morning when that car is broken down. And, and it's on math. Obviously that this naked person in Alabama w- was
1: either on drugs or drunk. Or has mental illness. and that's the sad part that the guy, the naked man, was unresponsive because we're not going to know what the story is. We're not going to know why he was walking around Alabama butt-ass naked at 1.30 in the morning. We're never going to know these answers, and that's the tragedy, I think, in this entire situation. I'm curious as hell.
0: Could you imagine walking around the streets in Alabama completely naked at 1.30 in the morning?
1: I don't. That's why I need to know what's up with this guy's brain. Why, why did he feel like he had to do it? Did he lose a bet? Was he drunk? Was he high? Is this something he always does? And he just happened to have a, a bad night this particular morning. Yeah, they they did take the the
0: driver of of the car, the shooter. They 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 did take him to uh, to the police station but in the in the story I have uh, it doesn't say they charged him with anything nor nor should they uh, again a, a naked person a naked man in Alabama walking towards your car at one thirty in the morning and and, and you're inside it and, and opened your door
1: yeah <laughs> what if you said I'm the guy you called for help yeah I just don't
0: don't have any clothes right now. But Coleman, you're right about the. Uh, if if this was a naked woman walking around Alabama at 1:30 in the morning, um, I I don't think we would be doing the story today. I don't think I don't think there would be a story.
1: Yeah, we wouldn't have heard about it. Double standards.
0: And there are double standards in life. Well, the driver who was waiting for assistance with his broken-down vehicle, and fatally shot a naked man in Alabama. It's, just, it's the dumbest thing I read all morning. Think about that. That's just dumb. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station.